0: This would go viral. I mean, nobody's done human sacrifice. People have always done human sacrifice. Yeah, but like, not in America with hot people.
1: Hey. Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. Diamond Crane's Amazing mobile Time.
2: Welcome everyone to the latest installment of David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. I am Ryan, as always I'm joined by Andy and Justin, and on this episode we are going to talk about the 2017 Netflix released movie, The Babysitter. Um, So the brief description on this says, when Cole stays up past his bedtime, he discovers that his hot babysitter belongs to a satanic cult. That will stop at nothing to keep him quiet, which leads more background story to what happened than I feel like happened in the movie. Basically, this kid wakes up. There's some people playing. Spin the bottle. His babysitter murders someone. And then some other kids just stand around and look at it. There's no indication that she is a cult leader. Not necessarily anything that directly points
0: to it being satanic off the get go. It's a very strange movie that doesn't um,
1: sound like the babysitter's club
0: no no it does not so basically like this is a strange movie
2: that like leans into an era i don't know if you guys would agree with that right like it's it's like 80s era like cult horror comedy it's kind of what it's trying to be it's like a little bit It's like I don't know bit.
1: what it's trying to be.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. and I think that's the biggest fault of this movie, right? Is like, it's pieces of pop culture, it's pieces of the Goonies, it's pieces of I Know What You Did Last Summer, of Army of Darkness slash Evil Dead. Um, so basically, it starts off as a normal movie, right? It's like this little nerdy kid who gets bullied, and he's way too old of a babysitter, but he has a babysitter anyway. His parents leave for the weekend, which he... Very blatantly points out that his parents go away for the weekend to fuck, I think is what he says. Uh, which mm-hmm. you find out later is partially true. No spoilers here. Uh, and then he's at home, this 12 year old boy, I'd say, with a teenage babysitter. He wants to see, like, somehow the conversation comes up, right? Like, with this other girl that. Babysitters like sleep with their boyfriends in your home, like they have sex, like while you're sleeping, and like so this pervy kid goes down to see it and he witnesses like a satanic murder. And like the whole film takes like a
0: one eighty and then just like fails to do anything with that. Is that accurate? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like for me it like constantly switches between comedy and actual horror movie very inconsistently like there's like the tone doesn't stay the same through it like a lot of horror comedies it's still a comedy and campy and whatever right where this like it goes in and out of that
2: and this maybe leans like almost more on the gore side than like straight horror because there's like no tension ever really right it's just like straight destruction and blood and
1: yeah i mean at the same time like if like justin will probably go into here the the needle part like that straight up, like if you're afraid of needles and like really, I'm I'm not a huge fan of needles and like that was not a comedy. There was you know no like campy tones at that section of the movie, you know. Right. That was that like was awful. Yeah, it was like straight up like on your edge of your seat horror at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, and you're
2: kind of like left in all these like weird transitions, like really not understanding understanding what the fuck just happened. And then, like, they interject, like, these weirdly placed, like, comedic one-liners. But, like, you're so, like, confused and, like, out of of the scenes that, like, you can hardly laugh at because they're
1: so Mm ill-timed. And I feel like half the time the kid is, like, he is scared for a little, you know, at some point, like, actually very distraught. And then next time he just plays it cool, you know. Yeah,
2: he's instantly a badass
1: yeah.
0: whenever they decide he needs to be that <laughs> yeah. in the film. I think one of the worst parts was, like, like you said, spoiler alert here. But after they spin the bottle and they stab that kid in the head, and like they pull the blades out, and it's just like disgusting. On the one side, blood just
2: pouring out, and I'm not good with blood. like I'm fine with it like um, what was that one um, that we watched Tucker and Dale Tucker and Dale it's the same thing I don't know how you're like how is it hard for you to watch this because it was more of like that
0: wasn't I don't know (laughs) like that was more I don't know like comedy blood like it was
1: it's hard to explain but like chopping an arm off and it's just like oddly spraying like i don't know it's different it was the so same no-
2: though wasn't it kind of
1: uh i don't know like there was parts of the in this like when they're holding the cup up to the guy's head just to collect blood like that's not yeah there's but no then comedy, the comedy
2: blood happened out the other side of his skull the other I'm side
1: saying. yeah and yeah. that was fine yeah so that's. But, like the whole no holding issue they just
2: like <laughs> you have no issue with comedic explosion of blood it's the slow natural flowing depiction of blood that gets to you <laughs> Well, yeah, because that would be realistic-ish, I suppose. Because I'm not good with blood. <laughs> like, it was just awful. It was... Oh, I love it, Justin. I love it. If I ever get, like, mortally wounded in front of you, I'll make it my best effort to be comedically spreading the blood instead of <laughs> You perfectly. had better. Like,
1: <laughs> I almost passed out. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there is definitely excess amounts of blood um, on more than one occasion. I think the thing that grossed me out the most was the one dude falling off the stairs on that award. He oh, anyway, yeah. ripped through his neck, and I was just like... Wah. Like, that was just... Wah. Gross. Yeah, I seen what was happening, and I didn't know. <coughs> <until laughs> yeah. And explain this to me. Else. So, we're going to talk about, again, spoilers, because who cares. So there's some weird things that happen in this movie that makes no sense in the... In, in the vein of a pseudo serious movie uh, that's horror related. But so basically at one point, like two cops barge in, they see a kid tied up, a guy covered in blood and the cops barge into this residence. The kid screaming and he needs help clearly in distress. The cops shoot no one and then just let themselves get murdered by a group of like five teens who have no skills or ability.
0: Mm.
2: I mean, I don't think I'm overstating that. Like they're not special. They're not, superpowered
0: satanists or anything they're just kids like the and then in the course of this a chick gets shot through the breast
2: arguably like probably what an inch from her actual heart flies across the room hits the wall she's not keep in mind she's not like a demon she's a chick who got <laughs> shot in the tit in the middle of her chest she lives how it was five feet away
1: and she would not shut up about her boob the rest oh my of God. the movie. No one's going to
2: want to suck my nipples! No, like, lady, your nipple's fine. You got shut in the upper boob. Uh, Don't worry about it. Plastic surgery. <laughs> like, if that's your biggest problem... Jesus.
1: She did bring up the motorboating. That would be an issue.
2: There's probably some guys that are into that. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <sighs> so then we get into some other plot holes, right? Is like they lead into this, like, spin cult satanist vibe where the babysitter is the ringleader of this and she pulls out like a like a essentially a necronomicon from the evil dead but they never explain they they talk about how like everyone in this group is there because you do this like human sacrifice and you get whatever you want they don't talk about what that really means i mean you can decide on your own it's whatever you want right but it doesn't say anything about repercussion it doesn't like there's no weird seance. It doesn't explain why the chick who's leading this, who's the babysitter. Like, is she a witch? Is she a demon? I mean, is she a thousand years old? Has she, how many times has she done this? Cause they lead, they lead you to believe at the end of the movie, it's been a few times. Like, is she just some chick who Googled this on Wikipedia? Like a year and a half ago. <laughs> like, it, it, there's nothing. I'm not saying I need a deep,
0: rich background in this sort of fucking film, but give me something. She's not even a convincing bad character. Am I wrong?
1: No, I mean, it It goes along with all the other characters, too. Like, there's no... Right. You have no sense of, like, who... It seems like the Asian lady maybe got all of them into this. That's kind of what it seems like, maybe? I don't know. Really? I didn't pick up on that. Okay. She seemed like or, she knew the most about it compared to all the other ones. But maybe not. Yeah, it could be. Because yeah, she had stated that she'd have to move again now, I'm stating oh. it that way, like clearly it's happened before, so she had to move. Okay,
2: yeah. she also got blown up by a firecracker. So I don't know how much she knows.
0: <laughs>
2: Spoilers. <laughs> I'd say the only character who's like mostly fully fleshed out and fully realized and genuine is the neighbor girl slash love interest that has like ten minutes of screen time. Yeah. Best character in the movie. Yeah. And they did nothing with her. Maybe maybe that's why she's the best cuz they didn't make it worse.
1: <laughs> Except, you know, like how he gets away again, spoiler, he runs over to her house, hops in their car. She opens the door, not running into the car with him, you know. He just does a burnout and, you know, gets away
2: but that's okay and here's my, my biggest problem is like what Andy says is accurate but this is here's what happens is uh so spoiler warning this is the uh, the climatic end to this very tense movie so basically it's the little boy who is now suddenly a badass against the evil witch even though they don't really explain why she's evil I mean she's obviously evil she's killing people stabbing in the head blood Justin's sick so he's got the <laughs> Satan book And he has, like, a lighter, like, one of those fire starter, like, whatever. So he threatens to burn the book, and he's, like, trying to make his escape, and she's like, don't do that, like, selling him on, like, we could have a life together and, like, kill people, you can have whatever you want, blah, 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 that's the plan. And then he's like, and then he lights the book up, and he's like, maybe I have my own plan. And then he throws the book, which suddenly, like, kind of bursts into flame, green flame, weird, I don't know, it's a Satan book, maybe it's normal, I've not burned too many of those. Mm. And then like, as she's freaking out that he's burning it, he throws it in the front of his living room next to the window, next to the entry door. And then it goes into Andy's thing where he runs there, gets in the car, but he gets the car. He doesn't know how to drive. They preface that at the beginning of the movie. The first five minutes of the movie, he doesn't know how to drive. He's a teenager. Can't figure out how to drive. He's too scared. He's a little shithead. And uh, he hops in the car, drives it out again, no prior skill uses it hits a ramp of like some shit in his front yard flies through the air crashes the car through his house in front of the said window that i mentioned before knowing the books there knowing the witch is there and crushes her with the car that's not a reasonable plan he's 10 he didn't think about that he didn't know that was going to (sighs) happen he didn't know she'd still be there what if she put the book it's so stupid It's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: (laughs) He's 10 now. He was 12 earlier. He's he's going
2: back. It's Satanism. Satanism. (laughs) It doesn't make sense is what I'm saying. It was the lamest freaking thing.
1: Ryan picked this movie.
2: I did because I wanted to watch goddamn (laughs) Zombievers, but Netflix had to delist it. Thank you very fucking much. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs)
1: This movie sucks. Can we talk about... how predictable it was all like the driving thing. Like when you set up like, Oh, he doesn't know how to drive. Well, it's like, okay, later in the movie, he's going to (laughs) drive. Right. And like when Mm -hmm. your mom's like, clean up your toys and he picks up one toy and he leaves the other toy. It's like, well, obviously somebody's going to trip on that. I'm like, what is this home alone? And when it happens, he even references home alone. It's like, Oh my gosh, come on guys. Like that's (laughs) two. Yeah.
2: His parents leave for the weekend to have sex. They cut to, fucking mom and dad dad's getting a hj and like it was just so dumb (laughs) like everything was dumb in this movie and then we forgot to mention too like for no reason they do like these like certain segments in the movie where they're like having discussions and like pixelated text comes up on the screen or like pixelated like yeah. yeah uh like comic cards and like for no reason trying to like tap into this nostalgia vibe from like the eighties that it just didn't fit. It felt forced. No. Nothing fit. It, it was bits of everything that like you think you
0: should like from like eighties and nineties pop culture. And it just didn't come together in any meaningful way. Yeah, it was better than the do over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to agree. Justin's man right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what was you guys rate this thing? David Crane's blob scale one to five? One. You gave the do-over two and <laughs> a half! <laughs> I did, because it's one and a half better. <laughs>
1: oh, boy. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I can beat that. I can say it's better than a one, but uh, not by much. I'm going to say two. Yeah. Which, that's the same as what I gave the do-over, but let's say it's a (laughs) 2.01. I'm going
2: to give it a two and a half. I'm going to flip this thing. I gave the do-over a one. Justin gave it a two and a half. I'm going to give this a two and a half. He can give this the one. Then we we (laughs) even out somewhere. Overall, we (laughs) rated this the same as the do-over, which... Says something about the quality of this film.
1: Yeah. That was a bummer. I kind of, like, was pumped when I first saw it, but, yeah. Yeah, the teaser trailer,
2: like, even made it seem like it was going to be okay, and it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Basically, when you... They kind of hit on all the best points in, like, the one-minute trailer. Like, I don't know if you guys watched that. Yeah, that was that's dope. true, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was bad after that. Yeah. There we go. Another movie classic David Crane's Amazing Movie Time.
1: <laughs> Netflix, stop making movies, damn it.
2: Because <laughs> we need to stop watching them.
1: <laughs>
2: so, as um. always, you can find everything Weekend Rental at WeekendPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Hit us up by email at WeekendRentalPodcast at
0: gmail.com. And you can follow us on iTunes and Google Play. As always, be kind, rewind.